Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Stacking them deep, selling them cheap. It tastes like gasoline, rubber, and victory. We're out here stacking packs. All right, guys, right here in the Stack and Penny studios, we are joined by the 2022 Truck Series champion. A lot of news around this guy joining us right here, Mr. Zane Smith. Yeah, thanks for having me. How's it going? Good, good. Happy to be here. Happy to have you. Been trying to line this up for a long time. Came out, supported kickball. First off, how, how was your kickball experience? It was lovely. I haven't won something in a while, so. Game winning RBI kicker, this guy, too. Something like that. I it was pre- I kicked I mean, three of them and and two of them were were out so didn't matter because the last one was last what brought home yeah. the win Buddy. off of our other teammate next year's face Carson Hosevar <laughs> yeah I love it it could have been more perfect so <laughs> he ran in front of that NFL guy yeah I know he got trampled. in front of him and then it bounced off his face don't feel bad Bob Pockers caught two of my pop flies last year <laughs> there's a gold medal right there. Yeah. Weep. I sat mine on my kitchen island just to remind myself we could still get some dubs. Still in there. Yeah. You're well, you're you're all, not even a year removed from being a truck series champion. So where where'd the confidence go, man? You gotta muster that thing no. up for Homestead this weekend. The confidence is still there. It's just been a, a struggle of ups and downs this year of trying to finish them off and I found myself in a must win situation now going into Homestead. So hopefully we could go do what we did a couple years ago. Man, you've been a busy guy this year. Several Xfinity races, several cup races, some with front row, some with Rick Ware last year, right? No Rick Ware races yep. this year. Do you think that additional load took anything away from the Truck Series championship run? No, not at all. I feel like if anything made me better, I feel like just racing on Sunday, you learn so much in, in just one race. So uh, I don't feel like that's the case at all. And and I feel like with the Truck Series schedule, is 22, 23 races a year. And so especially when the playoffs come around, you have one race and then you wait three weeks and then race again. So I've tried to put some cup races in between those big breaks to keep me fresh. And, and I feel like it's done. So it's just, I've been a not great playoff run, but uh, we've had the speed. We, we have the team uh, to go do it. And like you said, we did it last year. So no reason we can't go get another. Now there was a lot of conversation. You were the number one prospect, but you were tied up with your current truck series team owner, Front Row Motorsports, Bob Jenkins won him a championship last year. Was there any, there was, I guess there was a lot of conversations going on behind the scenes. Who, who, Pro Sport, who's, yep, Pro Sport Management. So those guys were the ones having the conversations. And almost in the 11th hour, it seemed like Front Row picks up McD's contract, Front Row picks up Todd's contract, which left you the odd man out. Yep. Did that instantly like unlock your free agent potential to go? Be the hottest girl at the dance and everybody want to dance with you? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, I saw my future at FRM for where the position I was at. And 
the conversations that we had had, they, it was the same, we're all on the same page, but I had kept hearing there was interest and I'd have people pull me aside and try to talk about it and wasn't able to talk about it. And, um, and then once that came about, it was like, all right, let's figure out what we're going to go do. And, and I had multiple people of, of great offers come and, and have serious conversations about it, but we were running into the problem of, I feel like it wasn't that it was so late. It's just that people are under contract right now. There's not a lot of room at other places. And my offers for 25 and beyond were, were awesome. Everything I've ever wanted, but it was, okay, well, what do I do in 24? And I didn't want to really run another year of trucks. I feel like I need to, I don't want to get stuck there. And I, I want to be racing on Sunday. Xfinity, the Xfinity car is probably the most fun to drive, but I don't think it's teaching you anything. I just feel like they're they're not even close at all to the cup car. So I wasn't so sure about that. And, and I just really wanted the cup experience, like just racing on Sunday, the atmosphere, everything in between pit road, all the small things, all the big things. It's just a different level. And just wanted to, to experience that for 38 weeks or whatever. So yeah, fortunately got that opportunity once Trackhouse came about and there were some crazy offers. There were offers of... Hey, what do you think of possibly racing the V8 uh, supercars in Australia? Because you could do a a whole year of racing because their years or their oh. season is opposite of us. So I'm like, man, I'm not throwing that offer away. But it was just like brief, quick talks. It was nothing too serious. But it came about, and I think it'd be really cool. But I mean, you're you're driving on the wrong side of the car there, Bro. which SVG I'm... came and <laughs> kicked our butts, but. I, I feel like it, I don't know how, how that would really be preparing me. So fortunately, once I had that with, uh, with track house and, uh, they had said that Spire is possibly going to be doing this and this and this, it really caught my attention. And so, um, obviously see how you run and just with the new cup car, it's as even as it's been and it's the quality of people that you put on it. And so, um, I felt like with track house, having some skin in the game there, I felt like there was a lot of opportunity there. How much of your contract with front row was front row and how much of it was forward? Like was, cause there's a lot all of front row. It was all front row. You yeah. didn't have a forward deal at all. Nope. Okay. Cause that's what we kind of talked about. Like, man, with kind of the 10 car and all that stuff, we were. Yeah. We uh, well, sure. Ford had done a, a ton for me just with my, my short time there. And, and we had talks of, of trying to figure out a solution, but once again, there just wasn't nothing there. And so, it was just kind of a, my circumstances that, that fell about and it, uh, it landed me at track house. Now, how it didn't seem like when those dominoes fall, it felt like it was a couple of dominoes right back to back. Spire buys a charter, which almost allowed track house to pull the trigger on doing a deal with you because I had a place to put you for 24. Right. How quick did those conversations come about when those dominoes started to fall? Well, I was talking to, to multiple people while I was talking to, to Trackhouse at this time, and it was probably two weeks, I'd say, of just a, a grind of, of staying on the phone. And I, I had a, a notepad of weighing out the pros and cons of every single team. And the it works, doesn't it? It does. I do, yeah. that, I do that every time you got a big decision to exactly. make in life. And I, I had talked to the people that really matter a lot to me in the sport and have a good insight and... It was a mixed bag. I was getting nowhere. And I don't know, my, my gut was at the time just with the track house and, and still is. So then 
yeah, once I had a meeting with, with Ty Norris, he had mentioned this Spire deal that was coming about. And I just felt like, well, all right, well, this kind of checks all the, the boxes of, of what I wanted. So I did it. It makes yeah. it hard to not want to be a track house when you walk by the trucks at the track. And they got <laughs> they the got neon lights. and LED lights. Yeah, videos they playing on the, the back. They have the best picture yeah. you've ever seen of Ross Chastain on the back. I'm had like, Jesus, damn, Ross Chastain. Yeah, how you make Ross superhero? <laughs> and then they got country music singers Imagine playing. Imagine how good this guy's going to look on the back of that LED board. <laughs> superhero. This guy looks like, like a race car driver. Captain America. He does. That's funny you say that. So... I, when you, when you say he looks like a race car driver, I remember going the first time I ever saw you race. Cause you knowing Riley kind of were like three amigos kind of all came here at the same time, yeah. but we went to Concord. Hang on, hang on. Pause that thought. Could you, could we dig into that a little bit of you and, and Riley Herps? No, and all them. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So all from Vegas or Southern California area, right? Yeah, they, trucks. yeah, Riley and Noah are from Vegas. I'm I'm from Huntington Beach, California, so I always get mistaken. I'm from Vegas, but besides Irwindale, the bull ring at, at Las Vegas was my home track, really. I raced there every single weekend. I've known Riley since. I'm sure people have seen that picture a bunch of me and him when we're, I don't know, four or five years old, racing trophy cards. You guys look the exact same, too. I was not look any older. So, yeah, I mean, it was uh, it's been cool to to grow together and, and end up racing at, at the top level of NASCAR. I mean, we were all coming out here racing a summer shootout together, literally touring these NASCAR shops, collecting diecast cars. That's sweet. So uh, like, first off, well, come to my mind, wellness check on Riley. Is he doing okay after his big yeah. win on Saturday? Has yeah. Anybody heard from him? Yeah. I, uh, I went to dinner with him last, or yeah, last night and with Noah as well. And so he's, uh, he's doing good. Had a, had, had a, a good time. weekend, yeah. Which as he should have. No doubt, I was so pumped up. Okay, so but you three raced together quite a bit. It's like, yep. did you grow up around Noah too? Yep. So how many times um, did you have to punch Noah in the like, the hauler <laughs> when you were growing up? So yeah, I guess when <laughs> so they're all they all live in the same neighborhood, right? And and when I would come uh, into town, I would stay at Riley's house, and uh, Riley and Noah were friends. I guess before Noah and I were friends, right? And they went to the same school together, and. I come into town. We play NASCAR inside line at like Riley's house, and I met Noah. And um, yeah, I mean, he was exactly the same. Like I always use this like reference of you go to uh, Noah's old house, and he's a sister, and like her room is like perfectly clean. The whole house is like gorgeously clean. And you go to Noah's, and it's a train wreck. Like the shower stickle stickers all <laughs> over the like just a a mess like random people coming into his room and just signing the wall like the gardener <laughs> signing the wall like it's just noah and um and so anyways uh we just all kind of became friends noah at the time was racing bandoleros for another team and um riley was i guess riley was as well and i was racing legend cars and then we got into legend cars and we all became just a one team and so um they were i how the bull ring does it is like young lion and semi-pro and then pro and whatnot and they were in young lion and i was in in pro at that time and we did that for a few years and then made our transition to the east coast and just um tried racing out here we used to race a lot more There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. 
Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Do your pennies stretch as far as they used to? Most likely it doesn't. Here's why. It took 200 years for the U.S. to print its first $5 trillion. Today, Washington has done that in just three years. The problem, every new dollar makes each one of your dollars worth less, robbing you and every other hardworking American. You can stop this cycle of robbery by diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold, an asset that has stood the test of time. Our new sponsor, Birch Gold Group, has helped tens of thousands of Americans protect their retirement savings with physical precious metals. Now you can too. Get a free info kit on gold right now by texting the word Corey, C-O-R-E-Y, to 989-898. With an A-plus rating, with the BBB, you're in good hands with Birch Gold. So get your free info kit by texting Corey to the number 989-898. Go check them out. Put some pennies in some gold. So even though you guys grew up racing together, the trajectory and opportunities of those other guys – had didn't seem like it seemed like every time I either talked to you or heard about the progression of your career, you were always up against a headwind. Like this happened, or it might not come to fruition. There was a couple different deals you were driving, the '71 Super Late model for '77, uh, I think '77. Yeah. yeah, you run second or something like your first time down there. At the yeah, I went to the Snowball Derby. Yeah, and um, yeah, that one still stinks. I guess I was. Technically, supposed to didn't you lift because the the eight uh, John Hunter Nemechek was on yeah, fire. Yeah, he got so, passed at like two to go. Or yeah, Christopher Bell passed me with I don't know maybe like fifteen twenty to go, and he led, and he was probably supposed to win, right? And then it was like me, and I was holding up a. There was a line of us. It was Chase Elliott, I think, behind me, John Hunter, um, Casey Roderick, like the the group Bubba and and all them that typically run down there. Um. I think you were in it that year, right? And uh, man, for those, three or four, yeah. just struggling. <laughs> and yeah, John Hunter was like on fire, then like ran into the pit box or something. Yeah, huge... we were pitted next to him. Yeah, it so was, he, that's the year I so jumped on come... some guy's hood because he lost. <laughs> no, him. this was the year before that. That was the last year we went. But it was me, and my buddy Danny, and then Charles the Knight Mamba. Oh, Mamba well, Smith, my pick right? Group. And he's got like Air Force Ones on. And this is <laughs> I, I remember this forever. John Hunter gets like two boxes away and it's on fire and it's like the fiberglass is burning. So he pulls the steering wheel off and mm-hmm. the caster hooked it into the pit box and it hit, he had like a cup pit box, uh-huh. right? We had like a Mac toolbox and a, <laughs> like a gas can on, which was sketchy because like all the gas cans are there. There's no pit wall. So yeah. they're like on like a Coke can and the grass, when he did it, he hit the pit box. He pinned somebody in between the pit box, but the grass started on fire and I'll, it's burned in my memory. Mamba Smith. With his like Air Force ones, he was like holding his pants up and trying to stomp the fire out. It's like, what the hell are you doing, Mamba? Get a fire extinguisher. <laughs> but the first time we met, like we went to Concord, you were driving Jamie Elton's car. Yeah. And we broke a distributor or something around yeah. second. But I remember sitting in the driver's meeting and I was like, there's only like two or three people here that look like race car drivers. You and that kid, but he looks like he should be in a quarter midget. Because <laughs> you, like you were, you were <laughs> like young. And you ended up winning the race. Yeah. 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 I won. 
uh yeah one of the last ones at concord yeah that track was badass so it? cool yeah and um so yeah the the derby once once that happened my my crew chief was my spotter at the time gary crooks and um i i mean I, i'm so new to racing right i just see the the track was like flooded with smoke and i couldn't see at all and i like barely blip it and chase like got underneath me i got back in line finished third and like instantly right went to chris frigates into tech and then he got tossed gone and i'm like damn damn shouldn't have lifted <laughs> shouldn't have lifted or just wrecked clyde yeah. dang it all right so then after that take me through the cliff notes trajectory of since that snowball derby then it's kind of seemed like okay zane this zane smith kid is on the map so then you get a call from yeah. who yeah well I feel like it, it actually starts before then. I We went to New Smyrna Speed Weeks, and I had, like, no idea where or how big this was. I was just – it was awesome. You race, like, seven times, right? And, um, like, the first couple nights, I, like, got the full experience. Like, move Stephen Wallace second night, comes yes. down, wants to fight a 15-year-old. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like, just wound up, right? And I'm like, all right, this is, this is awesome. And I don't know, like, third, third or fourth night, I, I win one. And these are like 35 lap features, I think it was. Like, I didn't even know there was a, I probably knew, but I like, wasn't, truly wasn't paying attention. Like, when people always say, like, oh, I'm not paying attention to the points, like, BS, you're, you're kind you're of paying like attention. Yeah. But like, I truly didn't really know that there was like a, a end of the week champion. And there was like two races left in the week. And it was like, hey, you and Ty Majeski are like, probably, it's going to come down to you two. And, so anyways, we put together like a couple more uh, good nights and, and we won the championship there. And then I remember people saying like, dude, you have no idea like how, how big that is. And just with how hard that week was. And then there was some interest on like some truck teams and whatnot. And I remember Kislowski's group had, had mentioned out like this is when I was, I mean, like 17 years old probably. And so I guess from there about like, nothing really came about and then the derby and, and whatnot and got involved in like some K&N and, and ARCA starts and and then ran a a year of was with Venturini who, who'd you doing with I ran uh not a full year with Venturini uh the one year and then I did a full year with MDM Motorsports in the 41 oh, yeah and then um won some races there but I didn't didn't know what was was next about on that and like how i got to this point was since karting really i had um we all know it takes funding to get anywhere in this sport and for me we went about it of like an investor program to where you invested in me and if i get to the cup level then i pay you back and and so we that's how i got these opportunities in in arca and and xfinity and and whatnot and so i got to I guess after ARCA, like, this is where the never-ending story of, like, man, what's next? What's next? Mm -hmm. And, like, I feared these months that we're in right now because yeah. like, this is the worst. Mm -hmm. And and so after ARCA, didn't know. I thought, like, possibly some, some truck stuff. Uh, I think it was at GMS. I think it was maybe going to be. Um, and then it came about this part-time Xfinity car. And I had Lauren Rainier kind of... <clears throat> representing and like just kind of introducing us to people like when you come from california like you guys are raised around these people like we don't know them right, right. and so he did a, an awesome job of of assembling the right people around me and and he was a huge part of my career of that and so 
once I got to Xfinity, like we went to the Vegas test and like I fell in love with these cars. It was awesome to like actually feel power at first and what actually like was not bad in the test. And, um, well, whose car did you drive? JRM. Okay. Yep. And the eight. And so I ran, I think like seven races there and, uh, and like had a few like really good runs, like ran inside the top five at like Dover. And it was so tough because it was my first time like ever seeing these places, like unloading at Dover, like Xfinity car, it's tough. And so like ran top five, uh, pretty much all day at, at both the Dovers I did ran top five at Iowa and Richmond. And then we had a parts failure at the second Richmond I did. And they, we had gotten to, to have Phoenix for a race. Like that was just a bonus. They must've not been able to sell it or something. And so went and did Phoenix and had a good run there, like ran inside the top five again. And I guess at the time ISM raceway with, with Maury was there and like I was around, I think it was John Hunter in the 23 at that time, me and him like battled the whole race. And, and then after that, like, once again, like, all right, now what's next? And, and then this truck deal came about at GMS for my first year and it wasn't really supposed to be full time, but I kept telling myself and the people around me, like, I'm going to win a race and get in the playoffs to make it full time. And, um, we like came close a few times, but just wasn't able to finish it off wasn't doing the small things right and um and then i uh we won michigan and and then a few weeks later later won dover and had like a pretty good playoff run and and got to the final four and finished second in the championship which then gave me another opportunity with them and i mean i could go on and on it's a hell of a cliff nose version yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's a novel I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. For me, race day is a great reason to shut down the laptop, put the phone on silent, and simply enjoy the driving. But Mobile One wants to remind you that you can get that same kind of escape any day of the week. How? By simply hopping in your car, rolling the windows down, and hitting the road. No emails, no calls, no work, just freedom. Mobile One, for the love of driving. Well, it's funny you touched on like this time of year. Probably starts in September, but I remember when Corey first started like running cup cars, and it was always a lot of uncertainty this time of year. And I remember telling him early in his career, I'm like, yeah, this time of year sucks, especially if we don't have a contract. Brutal. And it like people don't understand that, right? Like that's why I think you see so many people fly off the handle in like August, September. 
Yeah. yeah. They and don't, like, there's a lot going on behind the scenes and then you yeah. only get to see on TV what's happening in the car yeah. or like the clip out on radioactive, but there's a lot of moving and shaking in those, you know, in those months. Yeah. And even when and later like for you, people don't understand like the truck and Xfinity level, at least for me, like you're not making good money. And so like when you don't know if you're going to have a job next year, you're like, Shoot. all right, now it's real. Yeah, you know, tic tac. Teach me how to build shocks here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah backup uh, plan. So like that's where like it was, it was like a life or death deal, yeah. you know. And like, I mean, shoot, twenty twenty one was the most real year of that. Of like going into Martinsville, must win, don't have anything, and it was like, got her done. It was yeah, we did, but like going into that week, it was like I. I'm not lo- like I will wreck before I I lose. It just because I knew if I got to the final four, I could have that on my resume. Of yeah, I made it the the past couple of years undefeated with that, and at least we we've won a race. Like 21, we were really fast, but like we had so many just mistakes, penalties, issues, and unfortunately, people don't care. Like they just care if you you Results. win. And, yeah. Yep. Right. So um, I understand, but. That's, I just remember like, man, <laughs> this one, I've, I've had opportunities for, that come into place, but I, I don't, I don't see the, the sun coming up after this one, if it don't happen. And fortunately it did. Sun now, came up. Yeah. Now he's got a cup ride. Unfortunately, you got to pay all the people back now. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, and I, I, wanted, I wanted to touch on that a little bit, not too much, but it's not uncommon, right? It's, I've, yep. I've gotten calls for, you know, white knight. It's like a white knight type investor in your, in your career. Daniel Hemrick's another one that, that took that approach just to yeah, Scott Dixon. To... I, me- I remember is a, a big one on that. I think he was one of the first. Who was that? Scott Dixon. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Not uncommon. Any car side. But yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever it takes to get you to the next level and keep right. that thing moving. You mentioned something real quick and I wanted to go back to it because that's where stacking pennies comes from. You said you had speed, but you weren't doing the little things right. Yep. So what are those little things now that took you from just from what your own uh, verbiage was of just fast, not winning races now a champion and rookie in the cup series going to make a hell of a career for himself. What are those small things? Yeah, and I mean, I guess to to touch on this, Josh Wise, who I'll, I'm working with next year, has shown me like the true meaning of that and and how to do it. And it's just all these guys that compete at the high level they they could all drive fast, but it's the guys that that win all these races multiple times a year that do the little things right. And those little things, like oh, there's so many little things on on pit road. There's so many little things to study and to apply on restarts and when lane changes, once the rubber gets laid down and, and being able to move around, when to know to move around, how you go on and on about it. Yeah. And and so I feel like just preparing yourself for the weekend to train yourself to, to do those little things right. I feel like e- even on your perfect race, you there's still always a couple things where you're like, man, I probably could have done that a little bit better. And and it starts on, on Monday of, of the race week for me. And um, just preparing watching previous races and how they play out and just situational racing really. So several cup starts this year. One, I wanted to ask you how your opinion's been, what you've learned so far, just going Charlotte to races stuck out to me. The Coke 600, you hauled ass. Uh, we're to finish 10th. Yeah. Done. Going from a truck the same weekend, back to back to a cup car. And then also what are some of those things you're going to apply next year? And what are the goals? Yeah. I mean, the tough, the truck or 
cup deal is ridiculously tough. The Coke 600 was probably, unfortunately, the the only one I had this year where I felt like, man, I, I ran a good race. And there's so many things, especially in that race, it's so long. There was like, I could have done this better, this better, this better. But um, yeah, I mean, I really need to um, to be better at qualifying. Um, I feel like that's so important on the cup side, um, just because where where you qualify and where you come off a of pit road is is where you run. And the the blocking is is horrendous, just everyone does it just yeah. because we're all the, the same speed. And, and you so. can, here's my point too. I've said it a couple of times on the show. You can see so much better out of those rear view cameras to it's, block. Better. I know. Like you, you could tell at multiple places with me this year, like I've, you're racing a guy and you're like, I don't know if he's looked through the the windshield once. No. Five laps. <laughs> so <laughs> That's how it works. Would it be yeah. better if he took him out? You think? Yes. Thousands. Well, the problem is you can't get to him. If only we knew a guy who, was on the driver advisory. Oh, if you take the, oh, sorry, yeah. I the actual take cameras out. out and just no, do that. Like, not take, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, could take them out. Eh, hey, might I mean, not be might come for long term success. But <laughs> uh, I mean, NASCAR, like it, they'd use some marketing material. So, all right, going next year. Well, I, 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 uh, I cut you off about the review cameras, but yes, the blocking is, it's not, horrendous might be a, a strong word, it's a necessity. Right, it's like yeah. you have to defend, and for be, sure, because yep. the guy in front of you is also defending you simultaneously while you're blocking the guy. Right, you. for sure, and and like I I know now that I have the experience of like w- just experiencing what it's like is is a huge part of it, and so happy I've been able to experience that, and like a lot of my races I've been like in the thick of the dogfight of bro, sixteenth <laughs> to twenty fourth, yeah. just a hornet's nest dogfight and uh and so yeah having a bit i've been able to experience that but yeah i'm I'm excited for next year should be man we got a lot of good things going on what is it already starting to shape up like spires making a big transition to the kvm shop right so we don't even know layout we don't know people we don't know a lot of things besides the people that are on the seven more or less of who's intact but everything that you're seeing and hearing put together for your car specifically has it shaping up good i i do know the the crew chief for for next year and i'm um, super excited about that and i don't know when it's going to be announced but could be right now i don't want to i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to start off on a bad foot with them but I hear you. um so yeah we we catch up about uh every week and go through on on who we're who we got who we're trying to get and and how we're going to build the, the best team we possibly can. And so that's been exciting. But um, yeah, I've gotten lucky on the shop side for I live right in that area now. So with front row being right there, JRM, GMS wasn't too far, and now KBMs. Saving there. on some gas. Yeah, I love it. Now, <clears throat> I think everybody had a little bit of a head scratcher moment when they signed. Not a, It was like right on the heels of the SVG announcement, they announced your deal. Mm-hmm. So now you got... Four roosters and a two chicken hen house. What have the conversations been? What What is the plan for SCG? And what are some conversations you've had about 25? Because 24 is laid out. They've already been public with that. What does it look like beyond that? Yeah. So uh, as I see my future, it's it's at track house. I don't know the terms of, of SVG. I was actually doing my my, I guess, photo shoot stuff with the track house, my first track house shirt on and whatnot for the release video. And that was right when I found out about it, of them saying that, hey, we're about to announce SVG stuff. And I 
just thought right on. Cool. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm happy for wheels. him. Yeah. Um, he deserves it. And so, yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I'm not the one that, that is buying the, the charter, um, runs the race team, but I see my future at, at Trackhouse and I really believe in, in what they're building. And I think what they're building is very special. I agree with that. You could hide behind that guy's calves as small as you are, as big <laughs> as his calves are. Yeah. Have you seen his calves? They're quite impressive. They are. I mean, he I sat right I, there uh, in that chair. You're not going to be able to unsee it now. You're going <laughs> to. He's going to walk in. You're looking at his calves. You're like, what? What are you looking at, mate? They're they're mega. Right calves. one way bigger than his left one because he right foot break. No, he's he, yeah. he's perfectly balanced. Yeah. Mm. You're getting married this off season. I am. Does she not cheat in the better half dash? No, she's because we we, start, we did that with Carissa. And I was like, you better like tell somebody you got a flat or you're down a cylinder or something. Come up with a good excuse because you were not even close. Even TJ Majors was like, I can't run that lap. <laughs> so like, what the hell is going on there? McCall, yeah, so, McCall has run. Or, yep. On the, the iRacing side, I mean, she just straight up put in the work for it. Like, would I would come home and I have no idea how long she'd be iRacing for. Two-time champ now? Three times. Three she's time. won two on iRacing. And, um, I mean, she's quick on iRacing, especially in a Legends card. So, then once we went to GoPro, I'm like, all right, this is where I could help because I suck on, on iRacing. And we went out to GoPro. And, like, this is what I grew up doing, these style of go-karts. And I followed her and, like, just instantly told her a few things to, like, work on. And, like, it was just, like, the braking zones and, like, braking techniques. We, like, brought out a few cameras or whatever to like um uh, help with it and and whatnot but i told her i was like i'm gonna like set a pace and you follow me and like just drive through me and every time you hit me like you'll that, speed up th- like that's that's the limit right there so we did that for a few times and yeah she she learned and then or i guess i was a spotter right and we had like or she had AirPods and then her purse her phone uh, we like called her and i was just like on the phone with her that was everyone had like radios and everything but that was more weight so it's efficient hey yeah it worked yep that uh that experience did not make me and my wife any closer <laughs> <laughs> and i'll tell you this we went to gopro one time i went me and her and uh i was like she finally worked up the courage where she was going to drive it in a corner and it was the hairpin and she went straight through the barriers and got out and left. She said, I'm done. I, I watched her. I'm like, Oh, that's the wrong one to get confident in. Boom. She like went through the barriers and out the other side. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm getting yelled that was at. Impressive. Yep. She's like, I am over this. I, uh, I like really now know what it feels like once you get into someone and from the spotter, how awkward that must be up there. I, even though oh, you have yeah. nothing to do with it. Yeah, right? like look at each other like, Well, like, know. we are the better half, so it was her and um, uh, Julia P.K. Uh, Suarez's, I think, fiance, right? Yeah. So, I think McCall was second to her, and, like, McCall is super aggressive, like, just cleans them out. And so, we're standing in the grandstands, and it's, like, all the better halves right here. And I see, like, McCall get a run, and I'm like, hey, they just... Like, take your time. <laughs> and, Don't want to get punched by Suarez here. So did yeah, McDowell. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, I see them two going to the final corner. I just hear uh, barriers explode. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm just, like, looking down. But I guess she didn't didn't even touch her. But uh, um, Allegedly. Like, that's that's what I, I couldn't see. So you just obviously assumed the worst, uh-huh. right? And so <laughs> the head was down. And then it was like, all right, back to back to spot and did you you mention 
road course racing go-karts was kind of your thing growing up. Yep. Did you race against anybody that's overseas racing now? Uh, yeah, big one is Logan Sargent right now. Yeah, it's cool to see him make it to the, the F1 side and how just how crazy that deal is. But Not yeah, in the best scenario. What's that? He's not in the best scenario over there. Oh, yeah, I know. I always read something new on, on social media. But um, who I've raced against, I feel like I've raced against half the IndyCar field. The the big one that stands out to me is Colton Herta. We we raced against each other every single weekend in cards. And yeah, that that's honestly where I saw my career going was IndyCar. But it ended up being... Where did the split happen? Uh, legend cars, probably around there. Like I was, I mean, deep into the, the carding stuff, like had a, had a lot of success in it. And it's crazy saying that. Cause like, you don't see people jump from go-karts to like these big cars, but like, that's how it is in open wheel racing. And so what, yeah. what is the ladder? Like Indy lights? Is that, was that a thing? I think that's there? next. Right. And then you do that. Yeah. You do that program in, in Indy, I think. The next. Yeah. Yep. And, <clears throat> and then you get an opportunity, but yeah, we, we battled hard in, uh, in go-kart stuff and just raced a lot. Like, you'd race, like, five different classes every weekend. Would the Gamebridge guys now, 2025 yeah. double. I was about to say. Yeah, yeah let's go. You're the second person we've signed up for the double on this show. Yeah. Congratulations. You're going to yeah. be racing uh, Justin it. Haley. Justin Haley is also. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's and confirmed. We peer pressure him to do it. I, I'm would you be interested it. in that? Uh, heck, yeah. yeah. You would? For sure. You wouldn't? Would you? Me? I got no, kids, got kids man. man. Yeah, we're old and shit. And the catch fence isn't tall enough for me for you to do it. I, they would need to raise it up like three, four feet. I'd be out in the ballpark. I mean, their wrecks are, are definitely big, but I would 100% do it. Well, Kurt Busch says do Taekwondo before you do it. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Yeah. And it worked. My hey, man ran, uh, ran up front. He ran up front. Yeah. Where did he finish? Seventh? Six? Six. Six. Yeah. Cool. Ta- Taekwondo is a difference, man. If you ever decide to do it. You should look it up. Hmm. Or jiu-jitsu. Maybe change it up a little bit. Why is that? Again, not I, why? Just, you got to go back and like, listen to the podcast. He yeah. says it makes your brain think about things differently. Yeah. Copy that. <laughs> you got Vegas Kurt connections. Bush. You can go to UFC gym out there. I yeah, drove by sure. that thing this I've been weekend. in there. It's nice. Forrest Griffin toured us around. It's cool. Did you look at his ears the entire time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we had a, one of our tire on carriers so was much. a wrestler, and he had uh, he had cauliflower, and he goes, Oh! Ten <laughs> cool cauliflower. Like, are they hard? Are they? Yeah, like, just a, they're full of blood, right? Yeah, I mean, it's I, I cartilage. Should, cartilage is broken. Yeah, I think you should go up and grab Forrest Griffin's ears next time you that. see him. See what he does. It's give him a wet willy. <laughs> gotcha, wet willy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I got three questions for you before you roll. You've been so gracious for your time. Everybody that's sitting in your chair in the Stack of Penny Studio gets these three questions. Are you ready? Yeah. If you had to pick one car and one racetrack to race at the rest of your life, what do you go with? Mm. Uh, shoot. 
I don't know. I've, the truck series puts on a hell of a race at Kansas. Kansas definitely is my race truck though. Yeah. I, I feel like is like one of the best race tracks out there. It has aged to perfection. <clears throat> yeah. And a truck. Yeah. I'll take a truck. Sure. Big but, truck guy. Hey. Yeah. The truck champ. Uh, Why not? Makes I've sense. never raced a cup car there, or that's all I've it's raced there. Fun. So, question number two: What is the most embarrassed you've been at the racetrack? Mm. Pit Road at Talladega, rank up there. Yeah, what the hell? Yeah. You you got to know better than to come at here on a half shell like that. <laughs> I mean, we I forgot about that. We were going to talk about that. Would you just talk did about you it miss right your now? pit box and then hook a left? No, I had basically got my pedal. Uh, there, getting to the line, and, um, and it was all rear brake. Well, I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I went to the brake pedal, and it was there, but it traveled mm. quite a lot. And um, once it engaged, I was crossed up, and then my heart literally sunk watching watching them run. And yeah, tell you what else sunk your quarter panel? There's yeah. no match. Yeah, it wasn't a match. Hey, no. he was dog of the week, man. Old Charlie yeah. Plank. Shout out Charlie Plank. Yeah. Did you call him afterwards? Yeah, I well, I saw him after, and I yeah, obviously felt terrible, right? Um, Gotta make sure he didn't sue you either. That same thing happened. I I mean, however you want to look at that, like, like I'm sitting in the rental car, I'm like, I pretty much just killed a man. man on 77. Like, we are going the same speed as we are on 77. That man chose to jump out in front of your truck, though. Still, you, he was a dog. He was a dog, right? Yeah, I called him the the next day, and he's just like. Uh, like, don't worry about it, dude. Like, let's move on. <laughs> Part I'm of like, the job, man. I like. What do you say? It's great to go. I'm great, not just gonna to like go. erase that from my mind, but I'll, I will. Yeah, focus forward on homestead, obviously. But I'm never gonna forget that. Yeah, it's an iconic moment. Sure. Same thing happened. A dog to me was one made. Time. It's not like McDowell spun out like that getting in the pit box, and you're in like this pat this race last year. The 19 did it. Like, it's not an uncommon thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and he got turned. Who who was that? The, the five. The five, but he saw his pit box late and jabbed the brake and hooked mm. the left and just got turned, yeah. Narrow pit road this week. Mm. Question number three. Mm. If you had to lose every single one of your racing memories and keep one, what do you keep? I mean, I'm keeping the championship race the, 100%. The day itself, start to finish? That day, yep. Um, yeah, I'll lose the rest. It sucked to lose the rest, but yeah, there's been a, a lot of cool ones. Yeah. Martinsville was just a really crazy week right and hopefully get to relive that again yeah what happens after you win the championship i always tell this story like literally so from 21 i sat in the phoenix parking lot and did not know what was next right after the race after the race 365 days days later we are in the parking lot in a minivan pretty tuned up listening to we are the champions in a minivan that's cool yeah it's a glamorous life yes avis minivan parking lot little chrysler town and country rocking out and then uh yeah we went to um airbnb celebrated and then i was off to uh to cabo to celebrate some more the following day must have been a good time a lovely time this has been a good time too because we've had zane smith right here in stacking pennies I'm excited to be your teammate next year, buddy. We're going to have a good time. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, buddy.